Hello, club members. I'm Kate, and I have our very special friend, Ariana, right over there. Say hi. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I'm back. <laughs> She's back. Um, um, you might remember her from the science episode where she scare-shamed me the entire time. Again, <laughs> I was 12. I am allowed to. It was scary. Science but was scary. Still. <laughs> but actually, I am completely not in control this episode. I have no idea what's going on. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited. So I'm going to take this episode and try to convince you oh, no. that seeing ghosts is actually your brain having mini seizures. Boo! No! <laughs> no! You don't like it because you want to believe? Because I want to. Oh, I want to see the ghost. I don't want to ruin it for you. I would rather see a ghost than be having a mini seizure. So <laughs> call me an optimist. Call me glass call half full. Call me an optimist. Yeah. Damn it. All right. Well, let's. Ariana's going to bring us back to reality. <laughs> yes. Well, so this will be coming in handy when we see a million ghosts in Savannah and we're <gasps> freak the fuck oh, out and we God. need a scientific reason for this to be happening to us no see that's the opposite <laughs> of what i want so ariana and i have planned a very very um spoopy trip to savannah georgia which is absolutely like unequivocally haunted uh we've planned it we're going in um in at the end of the month in april beginning of april right that's where we're going yeah mm-hmm. april full so, stay and we're going to be staying at the marshall house which is really haunted um, yes. we're going to be doing a ghost tour. I'm going to be booking that soon. Multiple and, ghost tours. Hopefully. Oh, as many as we can fit in and just like frolicking around cemeteries, the huge. So I <laughs> am very excited to be meeting all of these like ghosts that have been advertised to me by the Savannah civil war ghosts. website. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, there are civil war ghosts, but yeah. then again, I say that and you're going to tell me that. My brain is seizing. I'm sorry. You're just saying that because I'm going to bring my Ouija board and it's going to freak you the fuck out. <laughs> uh, yeah. I need That's to exactly somehow right. make this not a reality for myself. But. Yeah. We're going to be sitting there, hands on the planchette, in, a, in the Marshall house in Savannah. And you're going to be like, it's fine. I'm just having a focal, she- a focal seizure. Focal it's seizures. It's cool. It's groovy. Yeah. Ugh. All right, well, disappoint me. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Tell me. Here it is. It's, uh. um, <laughs> how did I find this paper? I honestly, I got lost on the internet and found a paper that's called The Neuropsychiatry of Paranormal Experiences. Oh, I don't want to hear it, but tell me. <laughs> I know. It's, it's like, because you and I are I'm scientists, sorry. right? You yeah. and I are scientists. We're both scientists. We're both bets. Um, and we both did research. We were both research focused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, Ariana's like, mm-hmm, and I know what's real and what's not, and you're delusional. <laughs> and I, I want to believe this that. too. I do uh, want to believe this. I just thought this was a very, very interesting paper because I always felt like there was obviously some sort of connection to the brain, and I just didn't know what exactly it was. But this is just—it's gonna blow your mind, Kate. I'm so excited. I gotta say, like. Typically, I think that I am the cynic in the group, but now when I'm with you, <laughs> not I'm <anymore>. not. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, you can believe what you want to believe. You can believe your reality, you know, even if it's not other people's reality, it's your reality. So of course, what your brain is telling you is there can be there for you if you want it to be. Well, I, I do want to hear the research. Please tell me, tell me, tell me. I'm excited. I'm because I'm, I feel yes. like I'm a research focused person. Yeah. Usu- yeah. Usually. <laughs> usually. Yeah, I agree. Same here. I like to know that there are actual, you know, peer reviewed papers for the things that I talk about. That's how research be. Yeah. Um. All right. So tell me the research. Tell me all about okay. it. All right. This is from the Journal of Neuropsychiatry and Clinical Neurosciences, and it's that from 2001. Legit. I know. And it's 2001, 20 years bad. ago. Yeah. So, you know, this I is obviously. I was expecting like 1970 because that's like already when they were doing, dated. Yeah. Well, right. 1910 was like when they were doing paranormal research. You know what I mean? Like they had, it was yeah, like, I, I guess there's confirmed like ectoplasm is legitimate. Like that, that was the research, the paranormal <laughs> research. Yeah. <laughs> This is similar. I feel like there's <laughs> okay. a little bit more of a scientific basis, but okay. I do feel like these people are desperately looking for a reason. Uh-huh. So it's anyway. Me. It was my research. I, I can't <laughs> believe you found it. <laughs> this would be a great podcast for someone who had one of these paranormal experiences and they're trying to rationalize it. I will give that to you. But aren't we all? <laughs> All right, so this guy is going about his research trying to prove that um, people that are having paranormal experiences are actually having partial seizures within their amygdala and hippocampi, which is a part of the temporal lobe of your brain. Mm -hmm. And so So they did research and they were like, this is where it's happening. It wasn't like a a hypothesis. Oh, yeah. We'll get there. Well, that was a hypothesis and then they prove it with multiple (gasps) things. Okay, I'm so sorry. I'm jumping ahead. I'm so excited. No, you're fine. It's good questions. Yeah. Um, So throughout the research, they've proven that people during seizure events will have distortions of time. They sense another being. They'll have an out-of-body experience. Sometimes they have religious experiences during a seizure event. And so they're like, hmm, maybe this is connected somehow to other people having, um, you know, a seizure event that's not a full seizure. It's more of a partial seizure. Um, And so part of it is that they surgically stimulated parts of the right hemisphere and they could actually evoke. What does that mean? So I will get there too. Surgically stimulate does not sound benign. It doesn't sound benign, but apparently it's all over the head. They don't open your brain or whatever, but they just put like magnetic fields Okay, yeah, I am. I am fully imagining like a a, a large pink moist brain, like <laughs> so looking gross. at me, and they're like, a ghost is attacking no, you. No, they put it over. I'm oh, I'm picturing like one of those helmets, the electromagnetic helmet things that people wear. Oh, the, the pasta yes, strainers. Yes, exactly. Uh huh. Wearing one of those, <laughs> they can like stimulate sure. your right hemisphere in the area that they want to stimulate, and they said that it was it and was you can one to five micro Teslas of electromagnetic radiation like the smallest smallest amount ever and you can stimulate someone to have a paranormal experience by stimulating that part of your brain i know <gasps> i know i know it's I crazy here but i want to meet so a they, ghost. they did say that <laughs> there's crazy. actually a spectrum so same as you know like the neurodivergent spectrum there's an epileptic uh, epileptic spectrum disorder so some people are more prone to seizures yeah. than others obviously animals too yeah yeah it's true because we're both vets um so basically it's you know 
the people that are more likely to have seizures are more likely to have these experiences than the people who don't um, have seizures frequently. Isn't that crazy? Oh, I want to call it a double-edged sword, but I think that um, one edge is a lot Ooh. worse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's like that part Yeah, fun. and apparently there's a test that they do so that they can um, they can test you for like where you fall on the spectrum. And people with above normal scores are more likely to have different types and more frequent paranormal experiences. I know. <gasps> do, do they explain what the paranormal experiences are? Yeah, they list so many examples, but I have only one in here. I know, Tell I know. Me. I know. Tell me, tell me, tell me. So the one that stood out to me the most, which I thought was so funny, was... This is like in vivo ghosts. I know. Ghosts. I know. <laughs> so... This so I I feel like the oldest brother in Hill House right now. You feel like Steven? <laughs> yes. I feel like I'm desperately trying to find a reason for people's paranormal experiences. I feel like Steven was not doing that. <laughs> I feel like Steven was desperately trying to find his next book. Yeah, that's fair. Whenever he said preternatural and he was like supernatural versus preternatural and he tried to like get on his high horse. Cool it. We are not here for Steven slander, but I'm always here for <laughs> Steven slander. This poor guy. But all this to say like Steven with all of his like. He's in denial. Thermo cameras and stuff ain't got nothing on this real ass <laughs> yes, journal. Yes, it was so cool. Okay, so there was multiple stories about experiences where they have proven that this is more based in science than um, in a, a paranormal experience. But this one stood out to me the most because it involved two people seeing the same paranormal thing and they still disproved it. The same, the same yeah. stimulated right. paranormal So basically thing. they had a, a man and a woman who were in a relationship and they were sleeping in the same room and they both had elevated scores on the scale for the temporal lobe sensitivity. So they both were prone to these types of oh, seizures. Okay. And they both at the same time saw an apparition that was... I'm so, so sorry. So these are seizures that the people are aware of? So they're like, they're not true seizures. They're like, basically like atypical seizures where they're not like full grandma seizures. Okay, okay. so they're right. focal. I, yeah. I hear you. Okay. So the people might not know that they're having them is the big point. Exactly. It's just basically, it's just like you have an overactive temporal lobe. And that's the same thing as what people with okay. real full grand mal seizures have. But people on the spectrum that are on the lower end of the spectrum will have higher activity without understanding that they were having a seizure. I yeah. see. Okay. Yeah. So see, so they don't know. They are not aware that they are seizing. Yes. And it's not even really a okay. true seizure. It's just an overactive, you know. A mini seizure. Yeah, exactly. A little focal seizure in the temporal lobe. But anyway, this okay. man and this woman saw seizure. an apparition moving through their bed, and they saw it breathing, <gasps> and they felt its presence. And no, so this guy who wrote this paper, no, no, he ended up, I guess, having a whole bunch of people come to him and say, like, disprove this. Like, I know this exists, and there's a bunch of other stories too. But he ended up finding that there was elevated electromagnetic fields because the house wasn't grounded in that specific area. So he ends up relating all of this like, to electromagnetic fields because there's like multiple stories with like a guy who had his computer too close to his face and a girl who had like an alarm clock too close to her face while she was sleeping. And it like stimulated that part of her <gasps> brain and she would have like a paranormal experience in the middle of the night. Stop. 
Is my phone giving me seizures? <gasps> is my phone why I see ghosts? Oh my god. Your phone makes you see ghosts. And the coolest part of this, and this is what got me the whole time I was reading us, I was like, okay, what are you running away from, dude? But the part where he goes, <laughs> he goes, <laughs> yeah. this is why people have paranormal experiences in the middle of the night, because that's when seizures happen in the middle of the night, which is super fair. And I don't know if I I don't know if you worked like ER rotations long enough to know that, but that's like if you're in the middle of the night, which is I work emergency in the middle of the night, basically <laughs> exclusively, and anything that's coming in between two and four in the morning yeah. is a dog having a seizure. Like, like we hear a triage, and I'm like, okay, so this dog's having a seizure. Like, let's get ready because it's it only they not always have a seizure between two and four in the morning, and that's like when paranormal experiences happen. Intr- I know. Holy shit. So like, I'm a general practitioner, so I'm like the vet that you take your dog to just for like. for his wellness checkups for like hey he's limping like I'm just like your regular you know neighborhood vet so I don't see that I see the dogs that are like hey this pet did something funny last night we think it was a seizure can you look at it and by the time I look at it it's normal I'm like "Ah, like, maybe (laughs) yeah I'm like maybe like it could have been do you have a video of it and of course they never do because it like you said is happening in the middle of the night they're like waking up and their pet is having a seizure probably and they're like no I don't I have no I have no video of this I have no evidence of this and then I'm looking at this pa- the patient I'm like I your patient like unless I do like a like brain scans which we do not have capability to do and the owners do not yeah. have money to do um I'm never gonna know so it makes sense that that's the time it's exactly like people who yeah. are claiming to see ghosts because it's like well it happened then Is there evidence of it now? No, but I swear it happened. Yeah, so it's a combination of people being more prone to that type of seizure and having the electromagnetic stimulation and it being that time of night. So the thing about, like, it's 3 a.m., ghosts are happening, that's kind of – there's a scientific explanation for it is what I'm hearing. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy because, like, that is a thing, right? Like, is it – like – 315 yeah. I remember watching paranormal activity as a kid and it was like every time it turned like three ish it was like three in the morning was yeah. like the scary time and I remember being in boarding school and we would stay yeah. up late <laughs> we'd watch a scary movie and we'd stay up late and we're like oh, it's the haunted yeah. time and there's it's because that's when our temp- people who are prone to it will have more active temporal yes. lobes at mm-hmm. that time because of the way their sleep patterns and their circadian rhythm as well but he goes into a whole thing which is like a whole nother can of worms but basically he's saying that like when you're sleeping obviously there's different parts of your brain that are lighting up at different points but at that time of mm-hmm. night is when you're the most active in this area but <laughs> this is kind of random and weird but basically he was saying like that part of your brain, this is a tangent, FYI, <laughs> that part of your brain is also stimulated when you're in a church and chanting together what? and rocking together. <gasps> Stop it. And he was saying that like the, like whatever part of your brain that's like when you're asleep and like that part of your sleep pattern is also the most active when everyone's in a church and chanting and like he says like that people have like religious experiences like he opens the whole like god is a paranormal experience as well which is crazy which i didn't really include in my research but it's very very interesting and he he basically says like even religious experiences are the same thing but 
people have those in church during these moments because their brain is stimulated the same way with like chanting and swaying during a ritual, you know, during a mass or something. So like people speaking yeah. in tongues, mm-hmm. for example, could be an overactive yes. temporal lobe. Shut the fuck up. I know. That's crazy. That's very cool. That's mm-hmm. crazy, Ariana. <laughs> and all this to say, like, obviously Ariana's not like trying to debunk <laughs> religion because that's a... That's a that's that's a maxi episode, right? Like that's not a mini episode. <laughs> but that's really interesting that these things that we very strongly attribute to true supernatural experience are is literally just chemicals in our yeah. brain. But I I just think it's, it's just chemicals. I think it's incredibly chemicals. cool that even when, you know, these people come to you and they're like, "Well, what about this instance where two people saw the same ghost and he's like no but what the fuck he's is like that? no but that's still not a thing because they both have this same temporal lobe issue and they're living in the same house sleeping in the same area it at the same convergence of all these electromagnetic fields where i'm like damn that's a lot of ifs yeah, but, but all like, right <laughs> it's a lot of ifs like but they're still seeing the same person i don't know I mean, I, I can accept the coincidence of, yeah, same bed, same electromagnetic fields. Meh, 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 meh. And I know that doesn't sound cynical towards like ghosts being real. It is. I feel like I am a cynic typically. Not today. Today I am like, they both saw the same ghost. Well, I don't know if it's the same ghost. So he talks a lot about in the clinic when he is making these experiences happen for people who have this underlying disorder so that he can like test his theory but obviously you know with their consent but they describe it as like feeling a presence so they don't see something that's there and are able to like visualize it and describe it it's just like the feeling of being watched and like feeling like something's there when it's not is the feeling that they get and I'm assuming these two people had that feeling that night they didn't like see a person and you know, we're able to describe the same ghost. So they feel like there's an environmental component. Or no, am I misunderstanding? No, you're right. You're talking about, he was talking about the electromagnetic radiation as the environment. Because, hmm. Because I sometimes feel like Mm -hmm. I'm being watched. When when I know I'm not. So do you think that maybe Dr. (laughs) Ariana... (laughs) Over over FaceTime, do you think that I have an overactive <laughs> temporal lobe? Maybe. Maybe. I think I have an overactive everything, if I'm being honest with myself. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, your brain doesn't work like a normal brain. <laughs> My brain is just like turned up to 11. Your brain is broken. <laughs> all times. It's always 11, and that's why everything around me is a ghost. I think you're a ghost. Yeah. We're all ghosts. Who knows? Maybe you're just a figment yeah. of kn- other people's imagination. Maybe we're all just a figment of the listener's imagination. Bitch, I was talking about that yesterday. <laughs> I was talking about that yesterday. I turned to my friend, um, who is one of the doctors in my practice, who is amazing and I love him. And I turned to him and I said, this was not, this was out of absolutely nowhere. I think we were talking about blood work. And I said, hey, do you ever wonder <laughs> if we are like inside of a being? Like, our universe is inside of something. And he was like, What? No. Everyone thinks about that. 
well, I thought Ariana, but he was like, no, I've never thought about that. And I was like, you know, like the turtle and like the universe on the back of the turtle. Have you ever thought that we're like in something <laughs> like we're even smaller yeah. than that? He was like, no, I haven't. And I was like, must be nice. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's lying. Must be nice. I'm over here with my temporal lobe turned <laughs> up to 12. <laughs> have you ever have, have you, have you, Ariana, ever had like a supernatural experience? I want to know. Um, nothing comes to mind, although there was this one time when I was younger that I like worked myself up to the point where I like thought something was there when it wasn't. And then it like made a noise. And looking back on it, I was like, that was my brain just expecting something. Like, who knows if the noise even really happened? Like, I think about that all the time. I'm going to need, I'm going to need the Kate perspective of that, where it was like, this was a ghost and this is what the ghost said. It didn't even, it was just like a loud noise I and I just like know. ran away. I was like, oh my God, I knew something was there and I just like ran. Tell that's me literally more. It. I need to know more about, that, about the loud noise. You heard a loud huh? noise when? When did you hear the loud noise? I was like noise? getting, it wasn't in the middle of the night. I was like getting ready for school in the morning when I was younger and like, I felt like there was a presence behind the door just like randomly and I was just like that's weird and then I just ignored it but then I like kept working myself up over it and then I like heard like a growling noise from behind the door and I like freaked myself out and like ran away and I was like I knew something was there like and it's just crazy like all the stuff I was reading online was it was like oh a big component is like believing that it's real and like working yourself up and like your brain you know doing a self-fulfilling prophecy and I was like yeah that makes sense did I ever tell you about the woman in the kitchen? Oh my God, tell me. I want to know. It's a lot like the growling person <laughs> behind your door. <laughs> so whenever I was growing up, we, we had a little kitchen and I was, I forget why, I was stressed about something. I was stressed and I was probably 14 and I was downstairs and I was stressed about something and I was talking to my friend on the phone and I looked in the kitchen and I, on my, I swear to God, I saw this. And I'm like you. I'm a scientist. I'm like, yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. My temporal lobe, blah. But it doesn't matter because I saw it and it was fucking freaky. I saw a woman in the kitchen stirring a very big uh, silver pot that we had. And it was like, it was a woman. And she was old and she had a, her hair. That's I, I so weird. I might be adding details. And she was stirring something at the, at the kitchen. And I Because it was all dark in the house. It was like of course. 2 a.m. It was, it was late. Of course, the witching hour. It was late and I saw her and I freaked out and I like ran. And then I, you know, kind of figured I was like upstairs alone. Didn't want to wake up anyone. I was like, okay, there's nothing downstairs. There's nothing downstairs. It's late. You're sleepy. I attributed it to like I'm yeah. sleepy. But now I'm like my temporal lobe. Maybe I was having a little <laughs> mini seizure. Maybe. Yeah. Honestly, I hope or... Maybe there's an old lady that lives in my my kitchen. Isn't that so weird that we don't question ourselves? Like when we see something that we believe to be there, why is it that like we even try to convince ourselves that it's not real? Like what if there was legitimately like a crazy old lady that like broke into your house and was like stirring a pot and you like run upstairs and you're like, oh, there's no one there. There's no one there. It's all in my head. And then you go down and you're like, there's a real ass lady in your kitchen. When in doubt, the ghost is real, <laughs> is what Ariana just said. Assume the worst. <laughs> Leave your home, burn it to the ground, <laughs> salt the earth where the, oh where God. your home was, if you saw Jeez. something. I mean, no, it's a good question. It's like, how do we decide what's real and what's not real? How do we know? Everything that you perceive is your reality. So it's all real. 
So it's all real. Yeah. And then it's also all not real if you don't want it to be. Sure. <laughs> Ariana, my brain is broken. My temporal lobe has fractured. And I hope I see many ghosts tonight. But I got to say, that was that was some it's quality good. content. Yes. Really I was so excited to talk to you about it. I'm honestly, I never, I would not have looked that up on my own because I, you know, I'm the one that holds on to, you know, ghosts live in my blood probably. <laughs> and you're, and I'm a scientist. Like I do science. I write papers. I do the science, but just a part of me is just holding out for the ghosts. But I really did. And, and honestly, you didn't convince me that ghosts aren't real. No, I agree. Clear. I mean, like I said, you know, if it's your reality, then it's your reality. I don't argue with that. But I had, I thought yeah. that was really cool. This Very was cool. cool. I would. I want you to do some more mini episodes with us because that was super friggin' fun. Yes. I really liked it. You're Thank welcome. Thank you for doing that. Thank you for very looking fun. into the science. She's she's our spoopy scientist, and we love her for <laughs> disproven it. shit. The spoopy scientist from <laughs> Philly. That's you. That's me. Well, that's that's it for this episode. I hope you guys really think long and hard about what time you got haunted because if it was between the hours of what one and three, the haunting, two and the four Eastern. Hour, no, I'm just kidding. Two and four p.m. Two and four a.m. Yeah, <laughs> Eastern. Yes, yeah, of course. Then uh, go see a neurologist. But otherwise, please, as always, stay spoopy. Stay spoopy. Bye, you guys. Stay spoopy.